ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Thursday, April 11th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you joining me today. Of course, this hour, the Miller Life phone lines are 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Light Hold True. Great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Man, yesterday was fun. It's a great time of the year. we got the NBA playoffs coming up soon, and for you, that's going to be fun. But last night, it was fun for me because it was a start the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we got some great games last night. I like the way the NHL does this and the way NBC Sports does this. I have to flip over to USA Network, NBC Sports Network. I have to, it's sort of like the Turner deal with the NCAA tournament. I have four or five channels. Hey, I want to watch this game? Let's flip over here. Want to watch this one? Ah, we'll go over here. So... I focused in last night. I had a couple of games I was watching. I was watching Tampa Bay and Columbus. Now, Tampa Bay is the odds-on favorite. That's the pick to win the Stanley Cup. And there you have poor Columbus. And Tampa Bay, they jump on them. They're leading 3 nothing. I'm like, okay, this is over. I'm not going to stick around for this one. This is over. Yeah, I know. I've got other games to watch. So then I flip over. And I'm watching the Islanders and the Penguins. And let me tell you, that game goes to overtime, and it was outstanding. Nassau Coliseum. We'll get back to this Columbus game in a second. But Nassau Coliseum, that's where the Islanders used to play. And so they started playing some games there because eventually they're going to have a new place. They're not going to be on the island. They're not going to be over Barclays Center. They're going to be a new place. Actually, they're leaving the island to go back to the island, if you know what I'm saying. So they're going back to their roots. And so they played several games there. And then they started the playoffs, Nassau Coliseum. And that place was jacked. It was loud. Fans were in it. That's what hockey feels like. That's why if you have ever gone to a game, you understand what I'm saying. You get a great crowd there. It's just unreal. I mean, it was old-time hockey, eh? Yeah, I mean, it felt good. It really did to watch that game. And it was fun. It was like the old days. The Islanders and the Penguins kind of had a thing for a while. I used to love watching those matchups. So the Islanders beat the Penguins in overtime 4-3. And I'm like, hey, that's great. Yeah, sure, I know. A lot of you are probably Pittsburgh Penguins fans, but we got a series here. This is going to be fun. And so I'm watching that game, and I'm, I'm looking at the scoreboard. I'm like, whoa. What's going on here? Uh, Columbus is making it interesting. And then I'm also listening to it a little bit because we're, we're going to carry a lot of the games over on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93-3 and 13-40. So I'm listening to that a little bit on the radio last night because we had that game, Columbus and Tampa Bay. So I'm like, okay, let me listen in on this. See where this is at. See if they put them away. Okay, no. Um, well, Columbus is making it interesting here. Columbus is in this. All right, I might stick around for this. But... I thought this was over because the Lightning just jumped out to a 3-0 lead in the first period. And, I mean, this is a team that tied the record for most regular season wins ever. I mean, they got 62. And you're thinking, all right, this team's in a roll. Why are we watching this? This team's in a roll, everybody. But I think Tampa Bay got a little ahead of themselves here. They looked a little sloppy in some spots. And guess what? 
Columbus battles back. All of a sudden, it's 4-3. Columbus is your winner. Didn't expect that one? Okay. And then I get in here in the office this morning, sit down at my desk, planning my day, start working on some things, and lo and behold, my sometimes partner for basketball coverage, Marshall Basketball, he never shows up on this show, but that's okay. He's got other things to do. Bill Cornwell, he rolls in, comes over to my desk. You see that? You see that? Like he's the biggest Columbus Blue Jackets fan on the planet. Oh, whoa, whoa, slow down. Slow down. Yeah, I saw it. You're not a Blue Jackets fan. Slow down. I'm surprised at it. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in him, actually. I'm not a Blue Jackets fan either. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a Tampa Bay fan, but I'm not a Blue Jackets fan. I'm not saying I'm a Penguins fan, but I will I'll pull for them now and then. I actually have pulled for the Penguins now and then. You know, when they get really close and then you see Tim Ear from WSAZ on Twitter, um, just, you know, happy as can be. Not talking trash or anything, just happy as can be because, you know, his pins are, are back in it. And you'll see him sometimes throw shots if he's on the set. He's on the set watching some of this action. He's got his boy on the set with him. Weatherman extraordinaire. Tony Cavalier. They're watching hockey. Cavalier's a Philadelphia guy, I believe. And so, yeah, I've pulled for his penguins and then. But no, I don't. I'm not sitting there cheering. Bill just rolls into here just to start cheering like he's on the team. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. It's 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 game one. It's not. It's not the series. It's game one. Let's let's be excited. It was fun. I watched it. Yeah, I did watch it. It was fun. I was having more fun watching the Islanders and the Penguins because I grew up an Islanders fan. Mike Bossy, especially. Mike Bossy was one of the greatest players ever, and injuries just limited him to reaching his full potential as far as the all-time charts. But a healthy Mike Bossy, I put him up against Crosby or anybody today or even guys like Gresky, Lemuel back in the day, I would put him up against those guys, and they probably would agree with me. He was just one of the best. He was a fantastic player. Because so, when people go, hey, you were an Islanders fan? I'll talk to maybe sometimes you know, people from New York in that area, and they're like, you were an Islanders fan? Like, well, well, you're a Rangers fan first. How are you an Islanders fan? And, well, you know, Mike Bossy back in the day when they were winning cups. The Islanders are back in a position where, they, you know what, they could challenge for a cup. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the finals. I wouldn't be surprised if they get eliminated in the first round. They get eliminated in the first round. Okay, so be it, but they get past Pittsburgh. You know, maybe, just maybe, they got a run in them. So that was fun to watch last night. And then St. Louis and Winnipeg. And I got friends who are St. Louis fans. And that's the fun thing. Social was a little bit more fun for me because I, I know a guy. Oh, hey, okay, hey, you're from St. Louis. I mean, you're in a college town. You know somebody who was somewhere. So it's like, okay. St. Louis is pretty hot right now, and they win. They beat Winnipeg 2-1. That was fun. And then the Predators, which I'm sure a lot of you are Predator fans. Just because for a few years, they were really exciting. They got their stuff together, and they were just really exciting. And uh, they lose game one, 3-2. That series will be interesting. And I don't know how many of you stayed up late. You're looking for something to watch, and you stumbled across the Sharks and the Knights. Now, last year... I like the Knights. I picked them. I was rolling with them because they were fun. They were the new kids on the block. I really thought that was a great story. This year, they're not as good. They're in the playoffs, though, so at least Vegas has got something. 
I didn't think that they would be able to repeat and make a run like they did last year. But Vegas loses to San Jose 5-2. to two. A lot of people were thinking that the Sharks maybe going to be the team to break out. It could happen. I don't know. But if you follow hockey, you're thinking, all right, it's, it's going to be the Lightning. No, not so fast. So we got some games tonight that uh, might be of interest to you. The Maple Leafs at the Boston Bruins. That should be a fun one. And that's going to be on NBC Sports Network at 7 o'clock. And then uh, Capital One Arena, Washington, D.C., the Carolina Hurricanes at Washington Capitals. That's on the USA Network at 7.30 p.m. And I actually know people who are Capitals fans because, well, Washington's not truly that far away. So there are actually some Capital fans. I actually know some folks who are Capital fans. And then I know someone who's a Carolina Hurricanes fan. I know probably a couple of people who are, are Carolina Hurricanes fans. And why not? Hockey in Carolina, all right. They won a cup. They've been a champion once. I don't know if this uh, hockey in the South thing is really working out, but there they are. So you've got that. I don't think the Capitals are necessarily going to make a run to the Stanley Cup this year. This might not be their year. They might not go back-to-back. And then um, Colorado at Calgary. That's 10 o'clock tonight. That should be a fun one. I've got Calgary winning that. Don't don't tell anyone because um, I work with someone who is the biggest Colorado Avalanche fan. Not just, hey, they're cool, I'm going to be a fan. Lifelong almost. As long as I've known him, just about as long as Colorado has had a team. I work with somebody who is an Avalanche fan, so you can tell my office is fun. It's fun for me to come in. And it's just not the same. Maybe I, I don't have the uh, same group of folks that you hang out with, but it's not the same for me when it comes to like the NBA. Don't have that, hey, did you see that game last night? Especially with Cleveland now not even make the playoffs. LeBron's not in Cleveland anymore. The Lakers are not even going to make the playoffs. So they're done. LeBron's out of the playoffs. I don't even know where I'm going there as far as which team I'm going to pull for or root for. I'll probably figure that out here in the next few days. But NBA sort of like, it just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because... I don't know how many people are Cavalier fans without LeBron James. Or sort of like, hey, LeBron's playing for Cleveland. Oh, hey, they're pretty close. We could actually root for them and see them now and then. And you don't have it anymore. So not the same. Maybe when it starts rolling, though, we'll start talking a little bit more about the NBA playoffs. But Stanley Cup playoffs continue. And, of course, I just thought to myself, it's a slow day as far as stuff that's going on locally. Not really much we can get into. So let's just talk about things we like to talk about. So that's why the phone line's open to you. I'm going to make that available to you now at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. That's the Miller Lite phone line. Miller Lite hold true great taste only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So if you want to be on the program, let's get your phone call set up now. We will continue on with today's edition of The Drive for Thursday, April 11th, right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan, for this Thursday, April 11th. You know, we're in that time of the month where we're starting to ramp up with the 
playoffs for hockey and the NBA. Spring games are starting to wind down, wrap up. Baseball is getting a good start. So we're a couple weeks into baseball now. Kind of a, a different time of feel. I'm pretty excited about all of that. But, you know, we still got stuff going on locally. And, of course, as, uh, some other sports are continuing and wrapping up and still getting ready for football over at Marshall. Practice continues. It feels like it's been going on for, I think, 15 months now. But practice continues for Marshall football. Interesting column today but my guy, the columnist at the Herald-Dispatch, Chuck Landon. Now, Chuck knows this. Every time there's a Chuck Landon column, that's the first thing I make a beeline to. Let's see what Chuck had to say today. Chuck's my guy. I go to Chuck all the time. I don't agree with Chuck all the time, but I go to Chuck all the time because I like Chuck. And I have to put this on record. I kind of agree with the columnist today on his take on Conference USA. I've been saying a lot of these things as well, so I kind of have to give Chuck sort of the, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on board with you here. Good stuff today. I've been saying this for a while as well. You're not getting what you're used to get in Conference USA. And I think a lot of it comes down to this league doesn't really have an identity. It's Conference USA, and I get it. It's all over the place. It, but it feels like there are two conferences. There's like the East and the West. And we're not talking about a, a small divide between East and West. We're talking a chasm between East and West. I don't have a really concern about what those West teams are doing. I, I don't know what's going on with North Texas. Do I care? Well, when they're playing, they're hurt, I do. But other than that, unless there's a an immediate reason to keep an eye on them or UTSA, I'm not really following them. I'm more interested in Western Kentucky. I'm more interested in Middle Tennessee. I'm more interested in Charlotte. I'm more interested in Old Dominion. I'm always interested in UAB. I like UAB. I'm always interested in them. Southern Miss, I I like them as well. So, you know, I keep an eye on certain teams. But it just feels like there's this gigantic divide between these two conferences. But that's not even what Chuck was talking about. And I'll get into that in a second. This league doesn't have an identity. And it doesn't have a good paycheck either. Because other conferences are getting paid. And then that leaves Conference USA and the Sun Belt. That's it. You're making almost Sunbelt money. Sunbelt money is making almost uh, Conference USA. I mean, you have teams leaving the Sunbelt thinking, oh, hey, it's going to be a better day in Conference USA. And maybe it is as far as travel competitiveness. Maybe it's not. Of course, you got to factor in that West division, that West travel. you got to factor all that in. And you're just not making money in Conference USA the way other teams are in other leagues, and that's not going to change. And I like Chuck's analogy. You know, it's a sinking ship. Well, unfortunately, Marshall put itself on this ship. Let me explain. Many years ago, when Marshall was hot, football was taking off. Things were happening. All of a sudden, you got, for the first time ever, it felt like Marshall was getting attention paid to it by outside entities. Get a new football stadium. I mean, it was beautiful at the time. Brand new football stadium. Marshall was hot in Division I AA, which really helped save the herd because this was a program that just struggled for so long. And Marshall was finding success, competing, winning championships, playing for championships. 
And later on, playing for championships was a, a moniker of my guy, Bobby Pruitt, because that's what he did. Hey, look, we play for championships. That's what we're shooting for here. I mean, we're going to a championship game. We're going to a bowl game. And back in the day, you had to win that championship game to get to a bowl game. And the going wasn't so great in Conference USA for, for some. And the going wasn't so great in, say, the Mid-American Conference. So some teams jumped Conference USA for bigger and better things. But when it was being sold that, look, hey, you could come. We want Marshall to come into Conference USA because they were, they were winning games. They were being successful in the MAC. They were, at the time, they were the banner waiver for that conference. And Conference USA, you know what? Let's get Marshall in over here. We need Marshall. And the pitch was, hey, Look at the geographic footprint of Conference USA. And right there, there's Cincinnati. They're, the, they're Cincinnati. Oh, okay, that's cool. Hey, right here's Louisville. Okay, that's cool too. So you look at this geographic footprint. And, you know, this was once a league where you had Memphis in it. You had Cincinnati. You had Louisville. Okay, you know, well, this is pretty cool. These are some cool teams to have. Yeah, sure, it'd be fun to play Louisville yearly. It'd be fun to play Cincinnati. It'd be great to play those schools. And then a lot of these schools were like, you know, no, we're out of here. And next thing you know, this isn't the Conference USA that was on that map. Remember, years ago, there was that proposal, that pitch. Hey, here it is. Here's the geographic footprint. Here's where we're going to be. This is the league we're going to play in. And this thing's just falling apart as far as membership. And so where do you replenish? Eventually, when you've got a lot of teams that are leaving, like, look, we're, we're out of here. We're going to reform Conference USA over here. We're going to call it the American. This is the new Conference USA. CUSA 2.0 over here. Minus a couple of teams. I see you, Louisville, over there in the ACC. I see you. So, what's this conference worth? Well, ESPN, yeah, you know, this isn't what, what it used to be. We'll give you this. And CBS, eh, you know, we'll give you this. But this was a ship that Marshall jumped on. And it wasn't basketball-driven. It wasn't volleyball-driven. It wasn't golf-driven. It wasn't soccer-driven. It was football-driven. And maybe it was a good decision for football. Maybe it was. In hindsight, not so much because, well, other conferences are making more money, but... If you look at Marshall's success, Doc Holliday's got this program to a point where competing for bowl games every year, that's cool. And maybe every once in a while, every few years, you got a real legitimate shot going undefeated, or you've got a shot at winning the conference championship game. You got a shot. It's not impossible. So, hey, there's some things going for Conference USA, but then you get to the TV package. Let me tell you. This isn't a knock on BN as far as their production value, the announcers, anything like that. I, I didn't find the product to be second rate as far as the broadcast itself. I thought it was a quality broadcast, but BN isn't a thing anymore. They tried to get into the college football landscape, and Conference USA was right there. It was inexpensive. I don't know if it was on the discount rack when they went and got it. But the media package just not good because you've got stadium, which is okay. Stadium's fine, and there are some over-the-air 
possibilities there, but it's not a national footprint. It's sort of like I'm flipping dials. Hey, uh, let me go down here to the secondary and tertiary channel. Oh, hey, here's the Marshall game. If I've got this cable package, I can't watch it unless I go to, say, an app. i got to go fire up an app to watch a stadium. And that's fine. I can do that. That's me. Not everybody can do that. But all of a sudden, you're out of sight, out of mind. Nobody's going to pay for that. There's not this appetite for Conference USA. We're talking SEC. We're talking ACC, Big Ten. Big 12's got a lot of money coming their way because of their um, their tertiary rights or what, their third-tier rights. Uh, they're going to go all digital with ESPN, Pac-12 as well. I mean, people are talking about those entities. And Marshall's in a situation where Conference USA, you're – you're going to hear about Marshall now and then, but it's not going to be in the, in the conversation. And these blockbuster deals, I know there's still going to be some silly money thrown out there, but how much longer can that happen? How sustainable can it be? Because we've seen a lot of bloodletting at ESPN, a lot of contracts let go, a lot of people no longer have jobs. People are cutting the cord, and that's a real thing. I'm still a guy who likes having the direct TV. I like the direct TV. Everything I want, everything I need, it's right there. Just about. Just plug it in, here it is. It's good. It's it's real TV. It's TV. It's then you got the streaming stuff, and ESPN Plus has offered me a value proposition for $4.99 a month. Sure, I'm taking that. I'll do that. And really, if Marshall's games all ended up there. As far as the uh, Tier 3s, all of those games, I'd be cool with that. I'm good. I'd watch that. If, even if I wasn't going to games, I, I would just sit there. I would watch that because it's just easy. It's functional. I just don't know how much money you're going to make off that. It's very hard, but Marshall put itself on this boat. And let me get back to that point. Because... Things were going well for Marshall. Football was churning out titles and championship appearances. Jim Nance is calling your national championship game. Back in the day, it was great. People are showing up, supporting the herd. It's all right. Everything's going right. And then Marshall makes the move because they want to move into Division I. So here they are. They're back in the MAC. Not as fun, but it's cool as well. And my first thoughts were, hey, this is great for basketball. Max a pretty good basketball conference. It, it still is. It's pretty good. And so this was the time Mac was getting maybe one or two bids. I remember the last time uh, I had this conversation, Marshall was getting in. And it's like, hey, the Mac has got a couple of teams in. So they'll get a couple of teams in, usually in the NCAA tournament. Uh, not these days, but hey, they did have a ranked team get in. They're doing something right over there, the MAC. But Marshall put itself on this trajectory because now it's in the MAC. And Marshall's winning bowl games. Finding out what that means. Here, you're winning conference championships, you're going to bowl games. Not the same as a, a national championship, not the same as playing in the playoffs, but that's fine. You're, you're Division I now. This is what you do. You're at the top level of college football as far as ranking, classification. You're playing, you're going to bowl games. And you're having fun. Even though you're going to Detroit, 
the opposite of what a bowl game should be. A bowl game should be somewhere warm. It's fun. Great town to, to be in in December. Now you're going to Detroit. Okay. That's fine. I haven't been to Detroit. I'll go. I'll go a couple times. And then Conference USA started getting into a, a different bowl. Okay, hey, we're getting into another bowl. Going somewhere different. Hey, this was actually south. And then you start to make the decision. You're going to go to Conference USA. Football teams maybe uh, down a little bit. But this is the path Marshall put itself on because I've always argued that when Marshall was at its apex, when Marshall was at the height of its power, winning championships, people were talking about the team. Randy Moss, Chad Pennington, Michael Payton, bless his heart. Marshall's winning titles. People were talking about the thundering herd. I'm striking. This is not the fault of the current administration, but I'm striking. Hey, we need to make some improvements here. We need to expand. Gonna expand the football facility. Hey, we gotta do something with basketball. We gotta expand there. I start leveraging all of this. Because it was almost as if Marshall football, here's the new stadium, a few years later, national champion. We've arrived and you stopped. I'm striking, striking every chance I can. I'm leveraging that. I'm improving the stadium. I'm adding to it. Maybe not necessarily going crazy and building in second deck, but I'm expanding quality seating. I'm not putting that erector set up. Quality seating. Not that. Not that steel mess. But I'm updating facilities. I'm upgrading. I'm getting donors to chip in. Hey, look, this is great. Look what we're doing. We're going to be stuck if you don't chip in and let's go some more. Let's get some more going. Let's take this thing to the next level. And I understand finances weren't exactly great when you're in the Mid-American Conference. That's what made Conference USA attractive. And I get that completely. But I'm doing everything I can. again, I know we're talking about it now like um, like the vision was clear then. I'm doing everything I can to build this program. Build these facilities. Upgrade. You know why I like Mike Hamrick? He's not sitting still. He's not sitting still, sitting back going, hey, this is great. No. He's got stuff going that's tangible. He's trying to make the football stadium better. That's going to take a lot of money, I'm sure. He's trying to do things there. He's got an outstanding practice facility that benefits the majority of student-athletes at Marshall University. You tacked on a fantastic sports medicine complex. You gave your Hall of Fame a place. You have probably one of the better situations in Conference USA or in college football or college basketball or college athletics where there's a real tangible place for students to go and get help, do studying, 
benefits them educationally. Track finally got an indoor place. And that's just the indoor facility. Now you're getting a baseball park. That's happening. That was that was a dream. That was a fiction. It was a fantasy. That was fake news. Now you're, you're improving baseball. And I don't know what's left in his uh, bag of tricks, what he wants to do next, how long he's going to stay at Marshall, how much more he's going to do before he's going to turn it over to someone else. But Marshall's doing stuff now. And hopefully it's going to benefit the herd in the long run. But can you imagine Marshall's at the apex of what they're doing in football? And if there was just a clear vision, like, okay, we got to build on this. No, I'm I'm serious. We're we're talking build on this. We got to take this to the next level and the next level. We got to start doing some things. Because could you imagine if, if Marshall was actually really attractive? And I'm not saying the ACC would have come a calling. I'm not saying that. And I know the Big East has been thrown out there so many times. Big East. And that was a thing. But Marshall could have maybe hopped off this ship or, hey, here's a nicer ship. We're going to jump on. It's a ship of our own design. And we're going to jump on this and we're going to sail it to prosperity. But at the time, you look at Conference USA and you thought, okay, this is better. Uh, the television made sense. The league was better as far as handling postseason. And you get all that. But all your heavy hitters that made this conference attractive, they left. And then Conference USA sort of reconstituted in the American. Conference USA 2.0, different version of that. Good stuff. Check it out over the Herald Dispatch. Uh, I like what Chuck had to say today. Yeah, I get it. Uh, conferences are making money. Marshall's pretty much, um, hey, we can watch games on Facebook. And you know, 15, 20 years from now, when this show's still on the air and I'm a cranky old man, and we're talking about watching the game on Facebook or Twitter or whatever the new social media network will be, and that's how we watch our games. Hey, remember when we were complaining? That, that'll be me and my old man voice. Remember when we were complaining about that? Look at it. Look at it now. Herd was ahead of the curve. Yeah, if the herd's getting paid. That's the that's the question. Can the herd get paid, and can they expand their footprint, and can Conference USA be a, a relevant player? I always thought, okay, you're not going to be in the so-called Power Five. You need to be the best of the rest. And right now, unfortunately, Conference USA, nowhere near the best of the rest. And that's got to change. I, I agree with Chuck. Good stuff today over the Herald's match. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, Thursday, April 11th. We've got Pirates baseball coming up tonight. Slight time change on our start. We go on the air at 7-10. They're moving the game up a little bit because weather Weather, that's that's the reason. They're expecting some rain or something. So weather. They've just built all these ballparks and, and domes with the retractable roofs. We all good. 
So 710 is going to be our airtime tonight. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So Pirates baseball coming up. And I'll tell you what, still got some football to get to. Tomorrow's spring game for Kentucky. We'll have that over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Okay, we went along in that last segment, so uh, we're going to play catch up. We'll come back, and we will wrap up today's edition of the show right here. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Final segment of today's edition of the drive. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Doing some scouring today. Kind of see what's going on. Of course, uh, Tiger Woods doing well right now. I'm not your golf guy, so we move on. Yeah, I know, right? Not not your golf guy. I don't think you ever expected me to be your golf guy, and uh, I continue to honor that expectation by not being your golf guy. But, yeah, Tiger's doing pretty good. Are we going to finally get to see Tiger maybe win a Master again? Is he going to win a Major? Is he going to come back and, and be sort of close to the Tiger of old? Are we going to get that? One more final run for Tiger. Is that going to happen? Because that guy is the straw that stirs the drink to this day. Just because of his dominance and and what a phenom he was and how he came in and just was such a force to be reckoned with. And now Tiger's in a world where, guess what? Everybody stepped their game up. It's sort of like, you remember when Marshall came into the MAC and was just like a force to be reckoned with, and the MAC was like, we got to do something about this. We got to get better. And now the MAC, in some part because of the Thundering Herd, is a lot better. There you go. That's my that's my analogy of the day. Tiger Woods is like Marshall University. Comes into a situation, just wrecks the place, takes over, and then everybody else has got to figure out how to get better. Because right now you're sitting there going, I would love to be back in the Mac. Get me back in the Mac. No, it's no. It's nice and all, but no. Because then you're going to be complaining, oh, i got to go to Akron. got to play Toledo. Got to go to Oxford. Got to go to Athens. Got to go to Kalamazoo. Ypsilanti. Buffalo. No. Wouldn't you rather go to El Paso? San Antonio? Wouldn't you rather go to those places? Uh, right? Yeah? No, I didn't think so. Either. So that's where we're at right now. Thundering Herd, of course, football uh, continues their practice, and uh, basketball is going to wrap up this uh, weekend with uh, their uh, awards banquet. That's coming up. And I hear that's pretty a hot ticket. Looking forward to that coming up this weekend. And uh, tennis is in action uh, today, and uh, softball is going to be back in action uh, this weekend for the Thundering Herd. So a lot going on. We'll have more to get into tomorrow, and of course Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. NBA starting to ramp back up. Playoffs begin for them without LeBron. What are we going to do? How do we watch this thing? LeBron's not here. I think the playoffs are going to be better for Ward. The playoffs are going to be better without LeBron because now you're going to focus on some other teams. You're going to actually, you're actually going to focus on the playoffs instead of hey, how far can LeBron go? 
what's LeBron going to do? You're definitely going to have somebody new coming out of the East. You're definitely going to have a different dynamic now. It's probably going to be more interesting. It is to me because I don't know. You just counted on LeBron being there. LeBron had an easy go of it in the East. The East is was easy. It's a lot better now, but still, not that fun out West. And the Lakers are just a shamble right now. That's the thing, the Lakers. That's my childhood team. That's the team I grew up watching. Showtime, Magic Johnson, who fumbled the ball. It's hard for me to imagine Magic Johnson running the show and then just fumbling all over the place. Did not do anything that made the Lakers better. The Clippers are probably the better team right now in the greater Los Angeles area. I didn't think I'd ever say this. Boy, I miss Kobe. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Don't forget, for those of you listening live, not on the podcast, we've got Pirates Baseball. 710 is going to be our airtime tonight for that. Don't forget, you can go and find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in wherever you get your podcast. And that's going to do it for tonight's edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. W227BS Huntington. The Drive with Paul Swan. Weekdays at 5 on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930.